Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, another uh, disappointing evening for the Padres. Uh, three outs away, really two outs away from potentially winning a series in Miami, having a winning road trip, but lone save, two total hits, one runner at second base on a home run from Gary Sanchez, of all people, three base runners. Um, should have really had only two because there was a walk that shouldn't have been a walk to Hassan Kim, and, and that's it. An infield single walk and a solo home run from Gary Sanchez. And then Josh Hader, who has not protected one run leads very well this year, for the Padres. So make your way in, wrap up show, John and Jim, please subscribe. If you're here live or on replay, smash the like button for us. Even though the Padres lost this game two to one, uh, you can follow us on social media. We appreciate that at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for your support of this channel, the super chats. We really do appreciate that. It's a great way for us to be able to continue to provide this content day in and day out. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. You can become a member as well. If you click join down below, you get emojis and badges. So we'll be with you for the next hour. Padres lose 2-1. Um, you would have taken it, Jim, if you would have won the game 1-0, of course, as the yeah. Padres had been playing better baseball. But just one run on two hits, and then Josh Hader in the ninth inning was not a good combination for the Padres tonight. What do you want to start? What do, you, do you want to start with uh, uh, the new San Diego Padres TV network? Do you want to no, start with no, the team no, that no, this no. can't hit? Or do you want to start with literally the guy not touching home plate? Right. It was a little bit of like a, you know, Matt Holiday situation. A little bit. Now, it, it, different circumstances, obviously. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But, I mean, we're watching this in the studio. And watching it live, the first thing I said out loud was, did he touch home? Because it didn't look like an initial, uh, you know, and there was no, like, there was no replay of it on television. There was no talk about it on television. Nothing. It was just two pitches later, boom, game's over. Yeah. And then you're looking at the replay, 
and you're looking at other angles and you're like, that dude didn't touch home plate. And it was pretty clear, I, I think. I, I mean, from the angle that we saw, there was pretty clear evidence that he did not touch home. Yeah, and, I'm with you. And there's photos that show there's, there's room between his foot and the plate. Like, you can see, like, brown dirt between his foot and the plate. then watching the replay again, one, the home plate umpire was never watching the play. He was watching the ball. And the second the ball went past Sanchez, who I mean, we'll talk about that, too. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and Hader backed it up. The ump was looking at Hader and he wasn't looking at home plate. And I don't even know if he made the safe call. And then I was waiting for somebody to like yell, like, Hey, go tag him. He never touched home or something along the lines. And I was waiting for someone to, to call down to Melvin and be like, Hey, you, we might want to challenge this or ask for an official review or, or whatever you can do. Right. I don't know if they what they could have done. Crew but, chief review in the ninth inning. Crew chief review. And so does that have to be called by the crew chief? It can't be no, you can ask for it. Okay. So nobody was calling Melvin to like stall or just whatever. And they just boom, Hater immediately threw another pitch and now it's over. You can't challenge it. And two pitches later, boom, game's over. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, it was a little bit okay. A couple things. A the coaching staff, I'm not going to put on Melvin, although, I mean, ultimately, he's the Everybody's one. Everybody's fault. It's, it's worth the There's someone that is in charge of replay. It's not Bob Melvin. Um, so, okay, so you have, you know, coaching staff asleep at the wheel. And then you have whatever the hell Gary Sanchez is doing because the throw from Juan Soto is well up the first base line. Okay. But Gary Sanchez, the veteran catcher, has to know that there's going to be a cutoff, man. I mean, it's thrown right at Hassan Kim. By the way, if Gary Sanchez is standing on home plate, He's probably out. the runner is out at home plate. He yeah. would have been out by 10 feet. So you have that. You still would have benefited if you just replay it. And I don't know if the replay would have gone their way or not. I think he didn't touch home plate. I'm not sure if they would have gotten the call in that spot. But it was like, yeah, who knows? this is another example of the Padres like sleepwalking through a game. A, offensively, one swing from Gary Sanchez. And then to have... You know, to have those circumstances play out, Sanchez defensively being unaware, being out of position, the Padres replay team not knowing that they should have asked for crew chief review. Like the fact that these things are happening 55 games into a season is more of a reflection on the Padres than anything else. It's like they didn't deserve to win this game. They they could have won this game and they should have with Josh Hader on the mound and one nothing lead. They should have gotten away with this game and they should have won this game. They didn't deserve to. Miami completely outplayed the Padres in this game, but it's like, you're going to need to win some games. You don't deserve to win. And they're not even doing that right now. I mean, 25 and 30, Jim, 55 games in 25 and 30, you know, not not good enough. It's bad Um, for everybody that will say, well, the Padres wouldn't have been in a situation without Gary Sanchez tonight. There's a reason why Gary Sanchez was cut from two different teams this year. Okay. And there's a reason why no one signed him really in the offseason to any type of big contract. One, um, he might be the worst defensive catcher in baseball. And that's kind of kind being kind to Gary Sanchez. And two, unless he's like the reincarnation of Pudge Rodriguez at the plate, people aren't gonna to, you know, they're just not gonna to deal with his bullshit beyond the plate. And tonight you saw why Gary Sanchez has been cut from two different teams. Because that defensive play at the end of the game, what the fuck are we doing? And for anybody that says, 
well, what about Hassan Kim? He shouldn't have cut that off. Yeah, he should have. If the ball is straight at home plate, then he Hassan Kim it lets it go. Yeah. Hassan Kim knows that when the ball's coming towards him, the way he's positioned, okay, this ball is not going to home. So I it need to cut this near home. So I need to cut this off to get it to home plate, which he immediately did as a, I mean, Hassan Kim is, you would agree. He's one of the best defenders in baseball, right? He knows he's not stupid. He's making the right decision. He's made the right decision in that moment. The ball is up the line, not towards home plate. So he's going to cut it and then relay it to the catcher. Okay. If that ball is online, he then lets it go. That's what a good defensive third baseman or anybody does. They just know, right? They're there for the cutoff if it's online, if it's not online, and if it's online, they let it go. Well, it wasn't online, and Gary should have known that, that Kim is there for the cutoff. He is ready to cut it off if the ball is not thrown directly at home plate, which it wasn't. And instead, Gary's like fucking, I don't know, just diddly-daddling up the line, not knowing that Hassan Kim is literally standing right in front of him instead of covering home plate, which he should have been doing. All right, a couple of things. <laughs> we're not cutthroat. I mean, we're being honest. Who cares how they had scored? It's like, you, listen, I can blame the offense all I want for this game. The truth is they win the game even with the pathetic offense if they can hold a lead in the ninth inning. So if Josh Hader doesn't allow a leadoff walk, if Gary Sanchez makes the right defensive decision, if Bob Melvin uses a crew chief review, then they can win this game. Now, we can be critical of the offense now that they lost the game. That's fine. I mean, the offense actually been good on the road. I mean, they've been scoring six runs per game. The truth is this. No matter what had happened in the game, it's one nothing in the ninth inning. The truth is you get a scoreless frame there. You play flawless baseball. You win the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't care how you got the one nothing lead. You had the one nothing lead. Yeah, Sanchez. I mean, I, I'm not going to do a parade for Gary Sanchez hitting home run. Um but I'm also I'm going to be critical of his decision making. I didn't think it was a good throw from Juan Soto. Obviously, even with that, he would have been out at home plate if Sanchez is on the plate. Hater obviously wasn't great. A walk and two hits in that spot is not ideal. He's blown some one run leads this year. I think three times in five tries. I'm just my point is this: you're in position to win despite the fact that you played horse bleep baseball. Offensively, so win the game. You win the game, you have a good trip. You're going at least five and four on the trip. There's a lot of positives. They can still win tomorrow. It's still a positive road trip. If you go five and four, you'd be six and four overall in your last 10 games. It's like you can't keep throwing away opportunities when you're 25 and 30. You're forever out of this division right now. You're far from out of the playoff chase. And there's a lot of baseball to be played, but it's like how many. More times you're just gonna say, ah, it's 25 and 30. Oh, you know what? It's not Gary Sanchez. Oh, it's not. I mean, I'm not saying Gary Sanchez is like should be cut, but I'm saying that Gary Sanchez made a, a bad decision um in that ninth inning. And I think most people would agree with that. Yeah. I, I mean, for for anybody that's saying, well, without Gary Sanchez, this team would have been there. Yeah, you're right. They would have they would have been scoreless in the ninth inning, and that run that would have came across that he didn't touch home plate would have won them the game. I understand that, but that doesn't take away the fact that he completely like had a brain fart defensively in the ninth inning. What, what, what are we supposed to say? If, if uh, I mean, that's the, that's the dumbest logic I've ever heard. Like, Oh dude, John Gary Sanchez had a home run. So he is immune from any criticism in that game because if without Gary Sanchez, they wouldn't have had a lead. Guess what? 
I don't care that he he messed up that defensive play and yeah. potentially cost him the game. That's fine. Without I him, mean, they would have, they would never had a lead. And again, it's not like he made the it's not like the worst defensive play in baseball no. history. I'm just saying that it's what you're going to get from Gary Sanchez. I heard That's Bob Melvin post game. I heard Bob Melvin post game. He he did not stick up for Gary Sanchez. He was not critical, but he didn't defend. He said, "Listen, he's been here a couple of days. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's out of position. I mean, right. he's out of position. He was. It was plain and simple out of position. Okay." Um, so I'm not going to get on my fucking knees because Gary Sanchez on a home run this game. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if, if Manny Machado had a two run home run game and then it made a horrible defensive play in the ninth inning to cost the team, we're talking yeah, about it. It's like we're not like saying, the lead. yeah, you were not, we're not just like letting it go. Like, oh man, but without Machado, like, yeah, okay. Without Machado, but also Machado, if I'm just hypothetical shit, right? If, if, if he made a, a horrible defensive play, you're like. You talk about it. I don't, I don't understand here. A couple what, of things. What are we doing? To T. Kelly's point, it's a really bad throw. When you, by the way, the runner is like barely a third, if he's even at third when Soto gloves it. So typically, when a fielder's up with the ball and the runner isn't yet at third base, you got a really good chance of throwing the runner out. That was the circumstance here. A good throw, he's gone. So yeah, Soto bears responsibility. But you know, I mean, you got to make a fielder make a throw, and that's what the Marlins did in that spot. That's why you um, it was a combination of things. Hater leadoff walk, you can't do with a one run lead. Yeah. Soto's throw wasn't great. Not good. Sanchez was out of position. The Padres were asleep at the wheel because whoever that was, Gurriel didn't touch home plate. Like you got you got three, four things. If one of them goes your way, you couldn't win this game. They and they had three or four did. things not go their way for whatever reason. But that's on the Padres. It's not just bad luck, it's also mm-hmm. bad decision making. And give credit to Miami, knowing that. Juan Soto's in left, and he is not good defensively, and he's not have a great arm, not very accurate. So you're going to run on him, and you're going to test it, and you're going to put the pressure on to make a, make a perfect throw from Juan Soto. And he didn't make a perfect throw at all. Listen, I'm encouraged, and we're not getting on you. I think you I mean, I would whoever's comment it was, I was going to get into it. Um, yeah, it's encouraging that Sanchez ran into a ball because no Padres catcher has done it. I mean, do I think Ari Sanchez is going to? hit and consistently produce for this team. I don't. I hope I'm wrong. I hope he hits 20 home runs. I hope he's got an 800-plus OPS. I hope he feels his position well and calls good games defensively. They have no other options. So I I hope he performs better than Brett Sullivan and Austin Nola. I hope ultimately they can upgrade maybe in July at the position. Maybe Sanchez is a lightning-in-a-bottle player, and he can make 55 starts, and he can produce for this team. I think it's at least a possibility. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not it's not really a knock fully on Gary Sanchez. It's more a knock of the team. It's like they have been put in these situations where they're not coming through, where it's like you got silver platter stuff. You got an opportunity to win a game even though you didn't play well, and for whatever reason they didn't win. It's not all on Gary Sanchez, but he bears no. some of the responsibility, like Bob Melvin, like Juan Soto, like Josh Hader, like the team for not producing on offense. And at the end of the day, they lose 2-1, and these are the games they need to find a way to win, and they weren't able to do it tonight. Yeah, it's the play that is going to be most talked about out of this game. You know, uh, the runner didn't touch home plate. Gary Sanchez was out of position and Bob Melvin didn't challenge didn't it. Challenge. Yeah. You know, but, and if you want to go like, okay, well, guess what? If Josh Hader didn't walk the fucking leadoff man to start the inning, you're not in this no position. Doubt. Like, don't, how about, I have an idea, John, when you're the closer and you have a one run lead, don't walk the leadoff hitter. Not a great way to start an inning, and they had played with fire all night long. 
the resilient double plays. Nick yep. Martinez bases loaded one out. Blake Snell was excellent, but got out of uh, runners on jams, including leadoff runners. They got, got lucky to be in the position them. they were in tonight. Honestly, they got lucky to be in the position they were in tonight oh, to no potentially doubt. win that game. No doubt. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Let's get to some of these supers, guys. Appreciate you hanging out. John and Jim with you. Please subscribe if you're here live or on replay. Padres lose in Miami. Series is even. They'll try to win the series, win the road trip, and finish the road trip 5-4 and four by winning on Thursday morning. I want to say 10.05 a.m. Pacific for game three of the series on MLB San Diego Padres channel for whatever that's worth. We can get into <laughs> it, but not yet. Um, Gus, thank you for your super. Again, if you guys want to support the channel, you can click the dollar sign below the chat box. As you know, we do greatly appreciate it. We interact with all the super chats as well. Gus, longtime viewer and listener, says offense hates Snell. Again, no run support. Hashtag trend. Bob Melvin said post game it was as well as he's pitched all year. Six innings, three hits, no runs, three walks, seven strikeouts. He lowers his ERA to 4.5. He threw just 97 pitches for Blake Snell in six innings. It's pretty good. 16 pitches per inning. And he left with a lead and probably deserves a better fate when you go six scoreless innings, to be honest, than a no decision. Yeah, it was one of his best pitch games this year, especially on the road. Um, he got out of some jams and, you know, he got into the, got through the sixth inning, which is a rarity. Um, but again, it's just, it's not just this year, it's last year and the year before that. I mean, this team does not win when Snell's on the mound. They just don't. Like, you look no, at his can't old, put that, I, I mean, I don't know what to say about today, though. I don't, I don't know about today. Today's, I'm pretty, if you were today in a vacuum, again, this team, like you said, one step forward, two steps back. Yep. The offense was looking good, and we even talked about it today on John and Jim how the offense is averaging around six runs in the last eight games. Yep. Coming and today in. they can put up, up a complete clunker. I mean, let's be real here. That hit by that hit by Bogarts, right? Got lucky there, and they should have only had one hit, and that was the Sanchez homer. But yeah. uh, that was a well hit ball. Fifth, yeah. hard, fifth hardest hit home run of the year. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, it just you can't lose these type of games here, guys. And I'm not saying the Marlins suck because actually the Marlins are pretty good. You know, there's a couple games over 500. Skip Schumacher has done a fantastic job there. Um, but if you want to be a serious baseball team for the remainder of the season, if you want to be a serious team that potentially can compete for a World Series, you know, you're in a, you're in a rut right now. You need to win these games to get yourself out of that rut. And instead, you just put yourself right back in the mud. And let, I mean, you can win tomorrow. That's great. And you have 5-4 road trip. And then we'll say, hey, look, 5-4 road trip. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's something. And you got to start there. And you got to have winning homestands and winning road trips. But you blew another opportunity to have a potentially really good road, like a, a really great road trip if you went tomorrow going 6-3. and three. Um, I wanted to pause the chat for a moment because Hot Wheels 84 is here. Hot Wheels, I don't know if you realize this, you won the FOCO giveaway of the FOCO Floral Padres button-up shirt what? and the FOCO straw cap. So you won that. Email show at gmail.com, and then FOCO is going to send that directly to you. We'll get your address. We'll get you in contact with FOCO. You have won a pair of prizes from our friends over at FOCO. So email. The email is down below if you click the description on YouTube, Padres Wrap-Up Show. Uh, at gmail.com but while we have our viewers here um, we should remind you guys that 
We've got um, a brand new partnership with our friends over here at FOCO. I just put a link in the chat. It's also pinned at the top of the chat. They've got this brand new Fernando Tatis Jr. limited edition big head bobblehead. If you use promo code WRAPUPSHOW10, WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps, you get 10% off your entire order. This item is going to sell out. They had 222 of these. That number is dwindling. You can get 10% off by using WRAPUPSHOW10. In all caps, yeah, I know Fernando Tatis Jr. is four for his last 36. Um, I know he has really struggled. I thought he was really bad today at the plate, but that doesn't take away from his big head bobblehead, and he will hit, and they will need him to hit this year. But the Fernando Tatis Jr., Padres, big head bobblehead, available now. Wall supplies last. The other Tatis City Connect bobblehead sold out. Soto City Connect bobblehead sold out. We've told you about all these products from FOCO. They've all sold out. So if you want 10% off, Click on the link pinned at the top of the chat, or I just put the link in the chat a moment ago as well. Use wrap up show one zero. And Jim, as you've said for a long time, Foco, they've got as good of a product as you have in the market for bobbleheads. Yeah, go check it out. Uh, like John said, those will go very fast. If you are not able to go to any Padres games this year with uh, bobblehead giveaways, go, whoa, go check out this bobblehead right here. It's it's a good one. Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, I like it. And uh, it's the best, it's the best, better quality bobbleheads than anything the team will put out this year. So go check it out, Foco. Click the link in the chat. Yep, click the link. Wrap up show one zero in all caps. Let's get back to the uh, super chats. Thank you, Charles Smith, for the super. Thank Thanks, you guys man. for hanging out. Please subscribe if you're here. Thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. He says, I think we're allergic to winning more than two games, presumably in a row. They, they haven't won, Jim, more than three games in a row this year. They haven't won more than five games in a row since 2021. Uh, you would think at some point this year they're going to need to rattle off five, six, seven, considering the spot they put themselves in right now at five games under 500. They're going to need to have a really good month of June, I feel like, just to get back on track here. Um, how many games did they play in June? Let's look here. Um, all right, so in June, they will play one, two, three, they'll play 27 games. If you go 17 and 10, you completely flip this, flip the script, and you have saved your, you, you've gone and saved your season. Right. But even there, to your point, though, yeah, I agree with you. You'd be two games over 500 heading into July. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. Which means you're a two-game losing streak away from being 500. I mean, it's not like you've really made yourself. I guess you haven't. But you at least. Yourself. But at least you'll be playing really good baseball. True. And you'll be in content at that point. You'd be what game out oh, of wild card spot, or even in a wild card spot. Like yeah. you go 17 and 10 this month, which I think should be the goal, right? You yeah. don't want to be like, hey, let's go 20 and seven or 20, right? And whatever. Uh, 17 and 10, I think, is a is a very doable thing. Great. Very doable. You do that, like you said, you're two games over 500. You have play, you have flipped a script. You start playing really good baseball. Um, you've given yourself confidence again that you guys, you know, can actually play winning baseball. Um, but that, again, like if you don't do that, if they have another month where they're, I don't know, fifteen and four. What is it? Uh, 15 14 and 13 and 14 and 13 well then they'd be four games under 500 heading into july yeah you know what i mean like you can't just you gotta yeah at some point win and win big 
Like you need to have a big yeah, time month. I'm with you. Yeah, it's got to come. You're 100% right. And if you want to wait till the very end, okay, but um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, you're you're putting all those marbles, you know, you're asking for trouble. If you're waiting until September to make your run, then you might be waiting until 2024, unfortunately. Uh, Retod, thank you for the super chat, guys. Thanks for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We do appreciate all your support of this channel. Please subscribe if you are here. And thank you for your consideration of the super chats. As you know, we interact with all of them, like this one from our buddy Retod, who says, would Charlie Blackman be able to hit at Petco if he had to wear a Padres uniform? That is an amazing question. And I think the answer probably is maybe. Only if you put a Padres uniform on the opposing pitcher. Right. Then he would be amazing. I mean, would he hit now that he's old? Maybe not. Would he have hit five years ago? Yeah. John, you know how this would go. They would get He'd be Charlie terrible. Black. He'd be terrible. The point is a valid one. We, we talked about this today. We're like, hey, this offense has been better today, notwithstanding. But are they going to hit it home? And they'll be back, what is it, Friday? Yeah, they'll be Friday. back Friday. Yeah. And that's the big question they haven't hit. They're 10 of 15 inside Petco Park. They have not scored at home. They're not going to get bailed out by 85 and sunny, not yet. So when they come home and they're taking on a bad Cubs team, and then a, I mean, Cubs Mariners, you, you got to find a way. That's got to be your four and two homestand, right? You, you yeah. got to think you that would be an opportunity, but I don't know. They're 10 and 15 at home. Are they going to go four and two against the Cubs and the Mariners? This upcoming weekend, I, I we could, can't guarantee it. I can promise you that. Yeah, it'd be nice to win tomorrow, end the road trip on a high, get a five and four road trip. You feel like you could have done better, obviously. Um, come home, have a four and two homestand. Yeah. Now we're now we're now we're doing better. Now yep. it's like okay, it baby steps, right? Um, but you got to start chipping away here to make sure you're not in the middle of June or even the middle of July uh, at 500 or, or under 500. Like, is it the end of the world if that's the case? No, it's not. But again, the longer you put this thing off of, of getting hot, then the harder it's going to be and the more pressure you're going to put on yourself to have this 20 and 8 September. You know what I mean? <laughs> to To make the postseason. Yeah, 20. I mean, right. I mean, if you got to close 20 and 8, I mean, come on, you know. I mean, even if it's like yeah, 16 and 12, that's a lot of right. pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And last year, the team, uh, I mean, looking at what they did in September, they won every series besides the Dodgers series, but they weren't ripping off seven games in a row. You know, they were, they right. were doing two, two here, out of three. two out of three, yep. one lost. I mean, the longest thing winning streak in September last year was maybe like three games. So this team is not a team that can rip off or has been able to do that in the last year and a half of winning like eight in a row. Yeah. Now let's get to a you, the artificial intelligence version of Jim, Jim Russell AI. Thank you. By the way, I thought Iglesias opted out. Is that incorrect? Because he's like, he did opt out. The and then he, he did opt out and then he resigned. He back. That's weird. Yeah. Um, Iglesias in a six, five win. How did he have eight RPS and two home runs in a 6-5 win? <laughs> did he play for both teams? Uh, that's a nice night, though. Eight RBIs with six runs being scored and two homers for Iglesias. I, I, I mean, the thing with Iglesias is do they need him? John, like we, that, we, that doesn't seem to be the issue right now, right? You got production out of Odor, and Kim is has your highest war on the team. So, I mean, 
that's great. Maybe he he could provide some value at some point, but I'm not really worried about what Jose Iglesias is doing in AAA right now. I mean, the fact that we're talking about if Jose, Jose Iglesias, Iglesias can help this this roster out at this point in the season on May June 31st 1st. or June 1st, oh, June 1st tomorrow is pretty concerning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no easy answers in the on the farm. Just like, like Gary Sanchez, the, the Gary Sanchez thing, I really hope it works out. I was pro Robinson Cano last year. I, I was pro Nelson Cruz, but yeah, you, but you got to be honest with yourself. Very rarely does it work out the way you hope. Like for Gary Sanchez to have that 900 OPS, 20 home mm-hmm. run, for Nelly Cruz to be the player he was as a 35 year old, as a 44 year old, or whatever. And you got to be realistic. Same thing with Jose Iglesias. He could post numbers in AAA. I think he's a good valuable piece potentially in terms of depth he actually is but what are you really asking of these players other than to be stop gaps potentially or have and a the, nice couple of games and the thing with gary sanchez which makes it hard is like you know you're gonna have to get something significantly on offense from him because you his will get good. times where his defense will completely shit the bed now did he catch a good game tonight absolutely um but you know there's that one boneheaded play in the night then you're like what the hell like a basic play he just completely fucked up and you can put it on that he's only been at the team like three days and you can put him on that he doesn't know you know the team well yet okay but i just think that that was a basic play of the cutoff man's right there if that ball's coming to you, he's the cutoff man's letting that ball come to you. If it's not coming to you, he's cutting it off and he's relaying it to you at home plate. Like that's just basic one-on-one defense from your catcher, and he couldn't execute that. So that's the thing that scares me is if you're not going to get a significant boost offensively from Gary Sanchez, and so far, to his credit, 13 at-bats, he's doing way better than Austin Ola has ever done in 13 at-bats. How has he had 13 at-bats? Hasn't it been two games? He has. He got thir- here in Miami. That must be for the year. No, he has thirteen at bats with who? The Padres. How? Actually, you're right. Thirteen <laughs> at bats for the year. My bad. Yeah, he has had seven at bats with the Padres. I'm. I'm. And what's he I'm done? The full season. Okay, he's two for seven. Okay, good. I mean, lifetime deal. He's in two eighty six. He's pretty good for a catcher here with yeah, the homer. That's yeah. great. So if his offense is going to be there and he's going to hit, I mean, shit. If he's hitting two eighty six. He's going to play every fucking day. I don't give a shit what his defense does. You're just going to literally close your eyes and pray to God doesn't fuck you over, right? Yeah. But if he's hitting 286 for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With a little bit of pop. Oh, yeah. 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 That's going to, that's going to work when you're, when your backup catcher has one ball barreled up this year. Yeah. And you'll, you'll, you'll live with whatever he does behind the plate. Yeah. JD's third. Thank you, man, for the super chat. Uh, Thanks, guys. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all the supers. We'll tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz, in a moment. Um, All right. Kevin AC wrote about this. I don't even know if we talked about this yesterday or when we talked about it. I know we did on the radio. Um, He says, what clubhouse issues, uh, what are the clubhouse issues since April all about? We don't know. Is it about them losing? Is it about the dynamic? Is it about roster construction? Is it about the stars? I mean, we don't know all of the particulars, obviously. And we said this, it's a chicken egg thing. Is the clubhouse in a bad way because the team is losing or is the team losing because of the clubhouse? And that's a fine line that's hard to really get to the bottom of from our perspective or our position. We're not in there. 
We're not having these detailed conversations day in and day out. Is it concerning? Yeah, with a manager like Bob Melvin, who's put teams in the postseason a lot and is a veteran guy, it would be concerning if there are actual, real, legitimate issues in the clubhouse two months into the season. If they win, you're not going to hear a peep about fissures or cracks or anything. When you lose, people get angry. People get fed up. It's natural. It's not something that people enjoy. Do you enjoy losing? No, you don't. If you lose, you get upset, especially with the expectations that this team has and had going into the season to start out the way they did. Um, Yeah, people are going to be upset. It's kind of natural, but you're going to need your leaders to make sure that these cracks and fissures, as Kevin Acey said, don't become bigger cracks and bigger fissures with the team. So it's up to them. Okay. So this is on those guys to make sure that shit does not blow up here. Um, And again, if they win, you aren't going to hear much of anything anymore, but if they keep losing, then you probably will. Yeah. Just, that's just the way it is. I mean, you show me a team that was expected to win the championship and not make the postseason. And things are great. Right, right. <laughs> like, it's that's just that's how it is. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, you're right. Um, JD's third, thank you, man, for the super. I and mean, we can get more into that as we continue on here today. It's, it's really hard to get into the dynamic. Who's accountable or responsible? What's really playing out? Is it just bad baseball or is it bad clubhouse, which is leading to bad baseball? I don't know if we'll get to the bottom of that, you know, here in June or, or not, but hopefully by the end of the year, uh, we'll figure out more on that. Um, we're going to get back to the supers in a moment. As always, we do want to thank our title sponsor. That's Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. 
Here's the thing. If you are a supporter of this channel, please support Mark Nimitz because he can save you money on your insurance. I've got a homeowners and an earthquake and a life insurance policy through Mark, and he has saved my family thousands of dollars over the last couple of years. We had a claim in here because of flooding in 2022. He took care of everything, saved us so much money. And just by switching your insurance, he can save you $750 or more. So Mark Nimitz, who is a native San Diegan and a huge Padres fan and a big supporter of this channel, he has been with us since day one of the wrap-up show on YouTube. We wouldn't have been able to get this thing off the ground without the support of Mark Nimitz, without the support of our viewers. So you can get to his website by clicking the link in the description on YouTube or in the podcast down below. Get a free quote online, auto, home, business, life, whatever it is. Or call Mark. He will talk to you about the Padres. He'll voice his frustration, I promise. (laughs) And he will also save you money on your insurance. So the next time you have a renewal or you're looking for information on a new policy, life insurance, or whatever the new policy might be, homeowners, right, condo, renters, whatever it is. Get in contact with Mark. He'll save you money. If you support this channel, then please support our local partners like Mark Nimitz, the title sponsor of The Wrap-Up Show. Yeah, all this information is above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to Mark after you guys, you know, chat about how bad the Padres are playing right now, and you get to the real stuff that you called him for, let him know that uh, John and Jim sent you. Please do. And thank you, Mark, again. And thank you guys for hanging out tonight live around replay. Let's get back to these supers like this one from John Fields. John, good to have you here. And thank you for your support of the channel as always. Uh, He says he likes to imagine Manny coming back will have an impact. But at this point, I'm not sure. This team needs some fire in them because I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I'm not necessarily. You know, I go two ways on that. It's like, well, do you see fire when a team is losing? Back to our point we've had a million times. There was a play that Xander Bogarts made to end the eighth inning. I think it was Bogarts. Did Bogarts make the long run to second, then the throw to first to complete the double play? I think so, right? And he was like the show. super pumped up, like a pump of the fist, you know, loud scream. You could see it, uh, like viscerally on screen from Bogarts. Like, I mean, it was a complete honest reaction to the moment. It was a big moment. They protected a one nothing lead in the eighth inning with a ground ball double play off the bat of um, Arise up the box that looked to be ticketed maybe for center field. So, like, it was a big moment, and then they ultimately lose the game. So I go back and forth on the uh, fire thing, and I also go back and forth on whether Manny Machado is going to be the player we saw last year. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. Are these two weeks off going to change his season? We'll find out whenever he returns, hopefully this weekend back in San Diego. Baseball is baseball's just weird sometimes. Yep. Like In basketball, you can have a big-time block, and the crowd goes crazy, and – Momentum shift and boom, you're up 15 points. Right. right? Football interception on their their side of the field. Boom, score a touchdown. Yeah. Instant, you know. No, you're right. Baseball doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that because I mean Tatis can rob three home runs in a row. <laughs> right. And he can go up to bat next inning and strike out on three straight pitches. That's yeah, just that's exactly it, right. It's just how it is. So it's it's more or less this team, their approach, them locking in at the plate, um, and just all of that combined to be better. <laughs> you know, like no one defensive play is going to all of a sudden just flip this team around because they're excited about it. Shoot, not one game. They they have no, had they big have, moments. Right. You know? 
Like the Rugnet Odor moment on this trip seemed significant and still does. Right. Two outs in the ninth to win a game. I mean, that's a pretty big hit. And if you don't win that game, John, you're looking at a potential three and six. Maybe a bad trip. Right. Exactly you know? right. So, but again, even even something as significant as that as that, but over 162, I mean, the next day starting pitcher, it it's true. I mean, you got to figure out that pitcher. They couldn't figure out Miami pitching all night long. That reliever went yeah. two and two third hit list and the starter, they couldn't figure anything out tonight. Nothing. In, in baseball, you you can't get too high and you can't get too low. You have to be consistent. And this team has been too low for majority of the season. Like rarely have they been consistent. They've had highs and they immediately drop down yep. to lows. Like yeah. it's not a high, consistent, 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 low, high, consistent, consistent, right. low, consistent, consistent. It's like high, low, 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 consistent, high, low, 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 low. I mean, it's just all over the fucking place. This next uh, super is an interesting one. Thank you, Vicious Pack, man. I mean, it's tough to, to again, judge something off one performance obviously a hater's been really good sub one era has some blown saves in there specifically in may um but he says he wouldn't resign josh hater that's an interesting conversation i mean hater's gonna get paid uh you could value or you could argue the value of a closer like what's the padres record without josh hater this year probably pretty similar to be honest he does have three blown saves this season even with that sub one era he's probably gonna get 20 million a year what's that all in one run games too yeah, so it's like, yeah, I get the fact that he's an elite dominant closer, but there's a lot of closers that aren't as good as him that hold two and three run leads too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what to think of Josh Hader. I, I think if all things were equal, they would absolutely love to have him back. But are they equal when you're going to pay a closer $20 million plus per year for multiple years? I don't know if that's priority number one, Jim, or not moving forward. I've said, I've said before, the one thing you can praise A.J. Preller for doing, and there's, I mean, frankly, not that many things. Uh, one of them is finding closers and finding bullpen. I mean, the bullpen for the Padres this year, this year have been really good. That's one of his strengths. Bullpen and your closer. Sure. So if they gave him a contract worth $20 million a year, I would... <laughs> Like, what the fuck are we doing? Be a little surprising. I mean, especially when we talk about like the top heaviness of the roster. And again, it's trying just, to balance it out. I don't, I don't, the only way I would ever give Josh Hader that money that he wants is if he's a guy that can give me multiple innings at times and he goes out there and, and he doesn't, and he doesn't say, hey, hey, look, I'm only throwing three outs. Like, I, I need a guy that's reliable. I need a guy that in a big time situation I can throw him out there and he wants to fuck he wants the baseball. Not a guy that's that tells you I only want the ninth inning. True. I don't think there's a lot of guys now that, and there's go not many like that. that close. Yeah. So even even with that said, um I'm still not giving him twenty million dollars a year. I mean a hundred. I mean, come on, you know what happens. Like you look at Suarez. I mean, we loved him in twenty twenty two. We haven't even seen him in twenty twenty three. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, things can happen so quick. I mean, haters ERA with tonight, I think doubled. It went from like 0.8 to 1.61. You need a lockdown closer in the postseason, for sure. Well, you would think so, but go back to the Padres postseason and their usage of closers. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I'll rephrase that. You don't need a lockdown closer in the postseason, but it doesn't hurt to have a lockdown closer yeah. in the oh, postseason. It can, help. it can be the difference between winning a World Series or not. It absolutely can. 
Um, where are you at productions? Thank you for the super. Very generous. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for the supers. Uh, just click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of them here tonight. He says, uh, it was an all around loss tonight. Offense sucked. Defense blew it in the ninth. Soto, Sanchez, Hader, et cetera. If El Paso can go 20 and three, then we can win a game. Hopefully we can pull through and make a run. Is El Paso on a 20 and three run or did they win a game 20 to three? I have not been paying any attention to the Chihuahuas. Yeah, Paul. Twenty and three. Are they? Did they go twenty and three? I have no clue. Again, that's minor leagues, guys. Right. You can't compare, obviously, no matter what they're doing. I mean, first of all, they haven't gone twenty and three. They're, they're twenty five and twenty eight overall. I don't know if they won a game twenty to three. That's possible. Maybe like in the past. I don't know. But like, again, that doesn't Oh, they did. Okay. So tonight they won twenty to five. So did Iglesias have eight RPIs and two homers tonight? Maybe. It's great. It's triple A. It's it's he did. Listen to this, Jim. Hold on. Listen to this. God. He was five for seven with eight RBIs. To the Texter's point, he hit three home runs. <laughs> He's got a nine forty nine OPS. But this is this is Mexico City stuff. It's not relevant. It's PCL. It never translates to the Padres. Guys don't hit in El Paso and all of a sudden do the exact same thing in San Diego. It never happens. No, and last year, okay, Jose Iglesias last year. Now it's with the Rockies. All right, yep. He hit two ninety two with a seven oh eight OPS. Yeah, so he hit for no power, none. So he's not hitting for power here. Now what's going on at AAA? That's interesting. Three home runs in the game. What? But I would take a two ninety two guy on the team right now. Oh my god! Oh, would you with a nine fifty OPS? Yeah, that would be a. That'd be pretty nice. I can't believe. I mean, you look at these guys. You got Brett Sullivan's got an eight thirty OPS. He's like he's like Barry Bonds two point in AAA. <laughs> Everyone on this team has a one thousand. Look at it. It go to the go to El Paso's website. Everyone's got an eight fifty, nine fifty, one thousand OPS. It's 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 not real. You but can't. Then why it. when they come up to the big leagues, they all fucking suck? Because the ballparks are band boxes. The pitching isn't near as good, and the elevation is five thousand feet. So like that combination, and Padres play at sea level on sixty degree nights. That's just against big league pitching. I mean, it's a completely different world. Completely different. And the philosophy of this team is not great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think tr- the difference in AAA, PCL, and big league San Diego is is huge. Um, Vector fifty three, thank you as always for hanging out. It says crazy to think I missed the small ball of last year. Were they a great small ball team last year? I don't think they were. They didn't run a lot last year. I think they were better situationally because this team is like the worst situational hitting team in baseball history. They were they were better uh, situationally. And by better, I mean they yeah. were like average. Competent, yeah. <laughs> they actually like weren't the worst team ever, like you said. Right. Be like saying like, you know, John and Jim is a better radio show than like two ants. Well, yeah, <laughs> because like the two ant show sucks. <laughs> right. Two ant show is... <laughs> Ants. It doesn't mean our show's good, but like it's better than two ants. Right. Two ants. Like A N T S, not A U N T S. Yeah, not not our ants, but like actual ants. Right. Not that that would be some amazing show either, although I guess it could be two ants. Um, Okay. While we have a moment, let's get back to our uh, partners, including our friends over at Aura. ORA.organic. If you're looking to get healthier, this is the place to go. Their co founder, Wills of San Diego, huge Padres fan, lifelong Padres fan. Free shipping right now on subscription orders over $50 in the U.S. These are plant-based nutritional products. Everyone could 
use a product like this to get healthier right now here in 2023. The, uh, the probiotic I'm taking every single day. My wife's taking it every single day. It's good for digestion and it's good for so many other reasons. They've got the pre-workout supplements. They have the proteins for after workouts. They have omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you get the plant-based omega-3 oil from our friends at Aura. Sleep pills and immunity pills and products literally for everyone. Affordable offices in Liberty Station. They've been supporting this channel since day one or for well over a year at this point. So if you support our work, please support our local partners like our friends at Aura. There's a Link in the description down below on YouTube or if you're listening to the podcast or go to ORA.organic. Again, ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now. Pick up some supplements. Uh, if you're trying to be healthier in your life, this is the best place to go. If you want to start, good. Go to Aura. Pick up some supplements. Start taking them. Um, takes two seconds every morning, right? And you'll feel better about yourself. And because of that, you will thank us later, John. So go to www.aura.organic, ora.organic, uh, pick up some stuff and uh, try it out. By the way, I never really promote the fact that like the link down below that we always talk about, if you're on YouTube right now, click the description and you're going to find links for All Mark Nimitz and Aura and Foco and Underdog Fantasy and their savings and our podcast and how to follow us on Twitter. And if you ever want to reach out to us, Padres wrap up show at gmail.com. Like everything you need is down below and you're hanging out and you're watching and you're check it out because I think there's a lot of people have never probably clicked the description down below and there's a lot of useful resources there. So please click that link down below, whether you're here live or on replay. Let's get back to the chat and these supers. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you guys for the uh, support. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all the supers here tonight. Subscribe as well. If you're a Padres fan, um, we really do appreciate it. He says, uh, this team might just be, just turn out to be the most disappointing regular season team in the history of baseball based on how high their expectations were. That, that would be an interesting. I, I don't think they are, by the way, Johnny. It would be interesting to look at teams with high expectations that have not come close to meeting them. I think the Red Sox have had some teams in the last 10 years, to be honest, that haven't met expectations. But I don't know, Jim, what do you think? I mean, in terms of expectations, if they were to finish, and there's a long way between now and then, but if they were to finish with 79 wins, where would that put them among teams with high expectations then to fail miserably? I mean, maybe it would be a top 10, 15 team in that regard. Oh, they, they'd be a laughingstock. No question. I'm saying, but it. like they, they wouldn't be the only team in baseball history to be projected to win 98 games and then win 80 games, right? No, I don't think so. But at the same time, the teams you're talking about, like potentially the Yankees or the Red Sox, Red Sox. or yeah. give me another power club, maybe the Dodgers. I don't know. That doesn't seem like it ever happens. Yep. The difference between all those teams and the Padres is they always spend and they're always at the top of the league in spending. This is the first time the Padres have vaulted up True. It, their spending to heights that they've never been before. Right. And so if the first year that you enter the big boy table, you get laughed at and you are a complete embarrassment, that is, that's pretty damning on everybody involved that helped make these calls, help get this payroll to where it was, the spending of the team, the players they brought in, the players they didn't bring in, the trades they made, the trades they didn't make. That is just a flat out disappointment of epic proportions that I, I don't, I mean, there's a long way to go. I'm not saying that, but yeah. I'm just saying if that would happen, 
we would do a deep dive and everything there. And, but I just don't see how you can just run it back without making some major changes. Well, to be clear, this is the most disappointing team in baseball as we speak. Oh, as of right now, yes. Yeah. I mean, there probably no isn't a close second. I mean, we have to look. There's someone. There's um, not. There's there's no. It is. All right. Let me look here. Uh, you could say the Mets if you want yeah. to say the Mets. True, um, but they're over 500. Phillies, 25 and 30. Probably the Phillies. Phillies, Phillies. the World Series. They, they signed Trey Turner. Yep. I'd say the Phillies are similar. Okay. I, I would go right now. Padres oh, are Cardinals. One. Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. Cardinals, Phillies, Padres. Um, that's, that's, it. that's it. Those are your candidates. So that's they're it. right that's there. It. And they're as disappointing as any of those teams. Cardinals are a couple of games worse than the Padres, but Padres are spending a lot more than the Cardinals are heading into this year. Um, Eric, thank you for your super chat. Uh, he says, can we afford to keep both Nola and Grisham if we want to go on a winning streak? Or is this it and we ride with both of them? Yikes. Fair point. I mean, they're not both playing with complete regularity right now. Nola hasn't played in the last couple of days. Grisham has platooned to some extent. I mean, can you win with these players on your roster? I think you probably can. I think you could overcome it. But can you win with Nola and Grisham and other players not performing in your lineup? That's when it starts to get a little, a little tricky. Yeah, if, if if everybody that was supposed to be doing their job was doing their job, and I'm talking about the big bats in the lineup, no. then we would not be talking about Nola and Grisham. I mean, if this right. team was, I mean, flip it, right? They're they're 35 and 20, and Nola and Grisham are still doing exactly what they're doing on offense. Would I mean there would be people every single night in the wrap up show for sure and all on social media because they just love to be miserable, but like we would never be talking about Nolan Grisham, right? And we only time we would be talking about them is if they really fucked up, if they go 0 for 4 every single night, but this team continues to win, like okay, you're gonna have some blind spots in your lineup for sure. And guess what? That's an easy up, that's not an easy upgrade, but that's an easy spot to determine that it needs an upgrade at the trade deadline. If they were 35 and 20. Right. But your big bats aren't performing and no one else is performing too. So, I mean, Soto is performing, but like, it's all just not clicking. There's nobody's all clicking. It's not, it's not there. Let me get to the super from our uh, buddy Vicious Pac-Man. Thank you guys for the super chats. Click the dollar sign in the chat box down below. Padres lose in Miami game two of this. Three-game series road trip wraps up Thursday at 10.05. Padres trying to secure a winning road trip, winning series by winning on Thursday morning Pacific time. Um, he says, if Nolan Sanchez had a love child, we'd be set. I mean, you're saying because Nola can call a game and Sanchez can hit a little bit? I still don't know. I mean, I, mean, I guess at the end of the day, there's not a ton of John great – There's not a lot of well-rounded catchers in the big leagues probably. I mean, there's probably a handful – you know, that you really would like to ride with. And then the other, there's probably 20 that are blah. And then there's five that aren't very good at all. And we're in that not very good at all, <laughs> you know, for the Padres catching position so far this year. And we'll see if Sanchez can provide more value than, than Nolan and Sullivan. Hard to imagine he can't, but I just don't know how much, how much more value. I mean, the reality is that this team probably won't have a good catcher until Ethan Salas is called up in four years. It's crazy. It's possible. Yep. I mean, I just can't trust Campisano to stay healthy. Can't trust that he'll even get playing time when he's healthy. Um, Nola is 
not good. Gary Sanchez could be lightning in a bottle. We'll see. But, I mean, the reality is that this team probably will not have a competent catcher until Ethan Salas comes up. And who the hell even knows if Ethan Salas will be good or not because this team does, does such a shit job developing players. He'll come up and be like Austin Ola. Exactly. Exactly. I love this question, Brent. I really do. Um, you know, we were on the air during this game and then that Yankee game. I was, I want to say I was traveling this weekend, but I know a lot of people are talking about it. This is not Bob Melvin is not the manager to out chess move you. He, he's not, he's not the move guy. He's, he's not, the he's the guy. rely on his team, rah rah, not rah rah, but like, hey, get out of the spot guy. But I think it's a brilliant point. I there's a lot of managers in baseball that are going to do this. You're going to, you're going to do everything strategically to put yourself at least in a position to get to the next inning. So it's a great point. You're tied at one. There's a runner at third that represents the win. Yes, Hater gets swings and misses a zillion. Highest strikeout to walk ratio, or excuse me, strikeout per nine inning ratio in like baseball history or like top three. So he gets swings and misses. But yeah, why not set up a double play? Why not even intentionally load the bases? Load them up, force it every base, including home, if you can't get a double play. I can't explain it. There's managers that would do it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. There's guys that wouldn't do it, but I don't understand why you wouldn't, to be honest with you. I really don't. I would prefer to do it. If I was managing, I would I would set up the double play because then you can't be second-guessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not. It's uh, He's a, he's a by-the-book guy, and the analytics department here in San Diego is not great, so they're not going to try to outsmart people. They're just going to play by the book a lot of times um i think yeah. the book is probably putting a runner on at first they, they just you know they're like just get out of it you know what i mean it's like oh now that's tied just figure out how to get out of it like well yeah especially because it was a stolen base if it's a great point because it's runner at second one out once you steal third you should load the bases or put a runner at first you absolutely should and they don't and I don't know if it's because they don't want to, if it's because they're a, slep, a step slow, if it's Bob Melvin. I don't know. And again, it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to win, but it gives you a better chance to win. That's the manager's job. Give your team the best chance to win. It's not. Yeah, this is called, it's called what it is tonight. Bob Melvin, the whole coaching staff, and whoever's in that replay booth were asleep at the wheel tonight. Uh, they were in quicksand. And um, yeah, the, the, this loss is you put a lot of it on them um a lot of it on the players obviously but like hey man when your team is struggling you got to be on your fucking game as a coaching staff and a, as a manager and they weren't tonight and it played a factor into the loss yeah no i agree with that um guys as we remind you about our partners please make sure to check out our friends at underdog fantasy can you take that comment down Jim, Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. If you go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, if you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you can get a 100% match of your first deposit up to $100, and you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Um, I have done it before, by the way, at underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Play Pick'ems. If you get five Pick'ems right, you can win 20 times your money. With insurance, you can get one wrong. You can still win 10 times your money in a single night. So if you've never used underdogfantasy.com before, let me show you how easy it is. You can be drafting right now for tomorrow in any sport you want that's active, whether it's PGA, NBA with the finals kicking off tomorrow, right? They got NBA drafts going on right now, $5 drafts going on right now, Major League Baseball drafts. 
going on. There's a $5 entry. You can win $10,000 in prizes for tomorrow. So you can draft, but you can also play the pickums that we tell you about all the time and you can combine sports. So for example, you can make a choice in the Nuggets uh, heat game one of the NBA finals tomorrow. So Jim, Jimmy Butler, you guys share the same name. Um, give me something that he's going to do tomorrow. 27 and a half points, higher or lower, six assists, higher or lower, seven rebounds, higher or lower. Go 40 and a half points plus rebounds plus assists. Higher? Higher. All right. So we'll start there and then we'll go to MLB and let's tie in. I'm going lower on Tatis until he proves me wrong. I can't yep. hit this out of a barn. So under on Tatis, Solaire is interesting. Who's pitching for the Padres tomorrow? Is it? It's uh, a good question. It is Musgrove. Musgrove tomorrow. Okay, I'll take lower on Solaire. Okay. So there, there's the play. This is simple. Twenty bucks turns into one twenty. Okay, Jimmy Butler higher than forty and a half points plus rebounds plus assists. Tatis. Lower than nine and a half fancy points. So Lair lower than seven and a half fancy points against Musgrove in the Padres bullpen. Twenty turns into one twenty. Simple as that. You can insure it. By the way, you can still win sixty bucks. You get two out of three. You can still win. You get three out of three. You can still win sixty bucks. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Use promo code P A D S W R A P and play Underdog Fantasy starting right now. Thank you guys for your support of our partners. What a night. What a day. Just never ends with this fucking team, man. Never ends. It's like this was supposed to be a fun year at the wrap up show. This was supposed to be like every night fun. Like, man, this team keeps winning. <laughs> like, you know, I was worried at times, like, man, are we gonna be able to like do it? How are we gonna do a show when they're like just winning so much? Nope. I mean, who would have envisioned this? I mean, I'm sure someone somewhere did. It's not that it was a foregone conclusion they were going to win 100 games or something like that. Not that baseball is easy, but this long to not get any momentum, 55 games. Mm -hmm. I got. Let me address this real quick because I saw this in the chat here. Since you guys were <laughs> dick riding Preller for assembling this all-star lineup, now you want him fired? I never said I wanted him Who fired. Who said they want him fired? I never said that. I said, hey, look, if this team... It doesn't if this team misses the postseason, like how are you not going to look at AJ Preller after the year? How are you not going? Oh, to... he might be talking about the chat, by the way. Oh, Iron Lung reply. You're talking about us okay. in the chat. If you're talking about the chat, then okay, whatever. Then we don't care. <laughs> I said it's cool. Like that's fine. You guys can have your back and forth. But like, yeah, everything. Everybody, I think everybody was. Now, uh, we were maybe blinded. Okay, by the shiny objects and not looking deeper into this team and realizing that uh, the roster construction is not good and the depth is not great. But again, if you have your big bats performing, like things are completely different. I mean, Manny's had a horrible year. Bogarts has not had a great year. Tatis is not performing right now. And Soto's only had one good month. So I don't know. It, it's just... Yeah, uh, whatever. I want to address this too, Michael. Oh, thanks sorry. for hanging out. And I completely get it because I consume content as well. But to be clear, I mean, this is a labor and we love doing it, but it's like it, it's it's hard to do without the support of partners and without the support of viewers, to be honest. I mean, 
if you saw the math on the super chats, <laughs> like you, you, you'd be amazed. Okay. It's not, we're not creating tens of thousands of dollars on super chats. We're not creating thousands of dollars to be honest. I mean, it takes a while. So if we didn't have partners doing this with us, and if we didn't have viewers with us every single day, we, we just couldn't do it. I mean, we work full-time jobs. We have significant others. I have a four-year-old. I'm in my living room right now. Jim's in his, you know, in his family room. He's got roommates. It's like, yeah, I mean, I understand it. I'm all about producing quality content. And it's not like a, it's not a, hey, how much revenue can we create gain? Because if you knew what we were creating, you wouldn't say we're doing it for that reason. But it's not like pro bono work either. So, yeah. you know, I mean, we got to be able to pay some amount of bills. I mean, literally doing this, like I have to like have Fubo TV and have to have the internet and have to have lighting and cameras and systems and all this stuff. So, I mean, I, I do respect it. I completely get it. I consume a lot of content too, but it's like, I don't know what else, you know, we could really do if you want us to do it day in and day out. We do a, about one hour show a night, almost every night. Like John said, we don't I, I, like, we have jobs okay this is a labor of love uh, this, we have significant others like i got a fiance uh john has a a little four-year-old and a wife um we're doing this at 9 30 at night for you guys uh we do an hour show after most padres games we have three legitimate sponsors we have mark nimitz we have aura we have underdog fantasy correct how much time out of an hour show that takes up about Typically eight minutes. Just, how many minutes? About eight to ten minutes. No way. Maybe less, maybe less than that. I'm I saying mean, two minutes. For was, let's say each one was even two minutes. Two times three is six. I don't think we spent more than six minutes on okay. on ads out of sixty. So six minutes out of an hour show. Watch TV. Listen to the radio. It's way more than six minutes. I, I understand in the world of YouTube and Michael. I get it, but more than you probably know. Like my attention span is very limited. Yeah, I get right? it. I see an ad. I'm. I'm. I sometimes I'm gone as well. Um. You go to any other YouTube channel, and maybe you might. I mean, some people don't give a shit, right? And some people like whatever, but most YouTube channels, they have sponsors. They don't just do it of the kindness of their heart just because they want to have views. They do this because it's their jobs. I appreciate Michael saying it, to be honest, because I like the the fourth wall stuff. I like letting like our viewers and listeners know like what goes into it because it's different. It's like when we work for on the radio, it's like I mean, we wouldn't be on the radio if not for the advertisements. They wouldn't be paying us what they pay us to be on the radio if not for ads supporting that cost, you know? And and I and look, I, I see it says right here, it's about the flow of the show, not the total time of the ads. And I, I trust me, I get it. Um, if I'm watching, uh, you know, a YouTube channel show, sometimes like it will just cut off and they'll have a pre-recorded ad. Yep. And we've talked about that. We've talked about, hey, do we want to put pre-recorded ads in this thing? Right, so we can just like, boom, click a button, pre-recorded ad. Don't have to worry about it. Or do you want to keep the? Or do we just want to like talk? Right. Now we're talking about ads. Yeah, we're so. talking about it. But whatever. I mean, we're an hour in. I I, I like letting people behind the scenes with it. To be honest, mm -hmm. and and I mean, frankly, we've. I mean, John, you like we, we've turned people away because we don't want to have too many ads on this thing. Correct. We try not to NASCAR it. I mean, if you like. It's hard to even, yeah, exactly. I mean, three, four people is basically what we've had. We've never had more than that. We've never had five, six. Um, and you and thank them because, like John says, like without these people, it's hard to do. We're it. not doing this. 
I mean, we're honestly, I mean, obviously we're not doing without our viewers. I mean, that too. <laughs> but I mean, but like you got to have a trade-off here. Like we do it for the viewers. Yes. But without the sponsors helping us, you know, our lives would be different. <laughs> this is funny stuff in here, actually. Um, yeah, you guys get it. I, I mean, I, I respect it. I really do because I, there's sometimes, again, I, some of the best content that I consume, there's probably negatives with it, right? Like they're, they're my, oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I understand. I understand it. I do. But I think most people that are here live or on replay understand from our perspective too. You know what I mean? I think in an ideal world, Sure. I mean, if in an ideal world, everyone here would make a million dollars a year and we would all have, you know, no concerns in life. But I mean, it's, we're real people. We have real lives and we have real bills and this is taking real time, you know, and we li listen, there's nothing like baseball. We're not doing if this was at six football and we did 12 shows. OK, it's 12 shows. But it's every night. I mean, it's like you come home and you do it every single day and the team isn't exactly helping us out by going 25 and 30. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, how much for, how much for the aspects between the dog and you or a logo? Okay. So right up there, $10 million. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be 30 K a month. Yeah. Easily. Cause you know, we're getting, we're getting 30 K per square millimeter, right? <laughs> no. Um, all right guys, this is fun. Um, join us tomorrow on the radio. We'll break down the series. We'll look ahead to the Padres coming back home. Uh, you can join us Friday, by the way, from the blind borough. We'll be broadcasting John and Jim live without Jim. Actually, it's just me Friday because Jim's traveling. Um, but you can join us from the blind borough on Friday. Of course you can join us for wrap up shows, following all these games all week long. As you know, we do it basically six days a week, every single day, other than Saturday on the wrap up show. If you're here, subscribe, we're trying to hit 5,000 subscribers. That has not been easy. So if you are here, please do subscribe. We do appreciate that. It doesn't cost a penny. Smash the like button for us. Also, does not cost a penny. Follow us on Twitter. I don't think it costs a penny. Currently on Twitter, at John Schaefer. Not yet. At Jim Russell SD. Thank you for your support. If you're here on replay, we appreciate the super thanks as well. Um, support our partners, Mark Nimitz. He's our title sponsor. Aura. Links for our sponsors down below in the description. Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code PADSWRAP. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Click the link pinned in the top of the chat if you're looking for that Fernando Tatis Jr. Big Head Bobblehead and use promo code WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps. All right, Padres lose. We'll try to win the series on Thursday morning. And for Jim, I'm John. Thank you. Thanks, Jesus. Jesus, we appreciate that. <laughs> Peace out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.